Welcome back to episode five of the Bonus Points podcast. Alan is alongside me as per usual. Hi, guys. In this episode, we'll preview our thoughts for the weekend's fixtures and, of course, go over the thrilling fancy five. So let's get things underway. Alan, what are your, what are your thoughts in mind for the, your FPL team after the long international break? Yeah, so going into game week four, uh, I've decided to activate the wildcard, not only because of Ronaldo coming into the Prem, but also because I had a lot of players that were only in my team for the first three game weeks. So the likes of Matty Cash, Danny Ings, uh, Samakas, they were all in my team solely for the uh, first three game weeks. And I was always planning to use the world card in game week four, obviously because of Villa's hard fixture swing. And um, yeah, yeah Samakas is now not going to be starting, is he, with Robertson back? So yeah, that was my reason for playing the world card. But obviously it makes it a lot easier now Ronaldo's in uh, in the Premier League. So yeah, just makes my life easier to chop and change the team and bring in him and Lukaku as well. So at the moment, my wildcard team is looking like this. So in goal, I've got Mendy, the Chelsea goalkeeper. In my opinion, I believe Chelsea will keep the most clean sheets this season. And I, they're almost fixture-proof for me. Like even against like some of the bigger teams, Tottenham, Man United, I can still see them keeping clean sheets, especially if they're at home. So yeah, that's my reason for having him. Obviously, a six million goalkeeper is sometimes a bit risky because you can... Uh, they're like they don't have a high ceiling, do they? So the the most the most likely points they're going to get is six. Whereas if you get a four point five million goalkeeper, that's someone who may be uh, making some more saves than like like Martinez was last season. He was yeah. keeping a clean sheet, but then also making loads of saves, which also gave him bonus points, which you know gave him like twelve point hauls on a few occasions Spot on the rack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so yeah, that's why I've gone with Mendy for now, and then. As well as Mendy in my defence, I've also gone for Christiansen, obviously, like I said, because of Chelsea's defensive, uh, what, what would you call it? Stability. Stability, not, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the right word, stability. Yeah, they're just so stable at the back. And at the moment, I think Tuku, he kind of likes uh, Christiansen, doesn't he? he, obviously? does, yeah. Just um, got new contracts as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And with Silver out for at least the uh, next two games because of the Brazilian ban thingy then I think he's a yeah, <laughs> yeah he, 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 won't, he won't be rotated anytime soon and I feel like yeah he's at five million you can't really go wrong obviously there's not really any attacking side to him but the other the other Chelsea defenders that have the attacking potential they have risk of rotation like there's um Alonso Chilwell and James isn't there so yeah yeah and they're like all 5.5 or more so can't really afford to have them in elsewhere in my defense I've kept Luke Shaw from the original squad um, I don't think United have the best fixtures in the long run, but, you know, he he has, um, if he doesn't keep a clean sheet, he's always got yeah. a high chance of attacking returns, doesn't he? Yeah, this season especially. He's yeah. come on leaps and bounds yeah, in the exactly. third, hasn't he? Yeah, and now with Ronaldo at United as well, obviously, Ronaldo's potentially the greatest header of the ball, attacking-wise yeah. attacking anyway. So his crosses will have a, yeah, a better target basically than a Anthony Martial. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, my other, the other defenders I brought in, so Shane Duffy, Brighton, comes in for 4.1 million. He's obviously got decent clean sheet potential, but somewhat surprisingly, he's also got some attacking potential because Duffy's had the most shots and most shots on target by any defender so far in the Premier League. I think at the start of the season, it wasn't really thought that Duffy would be in the starting eleven. But now with his recent performances, I feel like it's going to be hard for Potter to drop him anytime soon. He's just been 
yeah, he's been a rock at the back and like they don't look like they're missing Ben White at all. I know they're Duffy and White are completely different players. But um yeah, it was it was never about Shane Duffy. Yeah. <laughs> He'll definitely win the aerial duels. Um anyway, so then rounding off my back line, um, it's a bit of a gamble, but I've gone for double wolves. So I've gone with okay. Cody and Fernando Marcao, both for 4.5 million. I realise, yeah, it's only three games in, so it's only a small sample size, but Wolves have the third lowest XG against. And they yeah, played some good that. teams, didn't they? And they played Man yeah. United, they played Tottenham. And was it Leicester? Is that the three games they had? So they're really, uh, yeah, they're against top sides. And to have the third lowest uh, expected goals against is really good, to be fair. And they've got a really good run of fixtures for at least the next six game weeks. Yeah, that's my reason for having them both in. I think in this game week, I will most likely bench Cody. Yeah. Um, just because there's other players that I can play. But then in game week six, I double up against Brentford at home. I won't, yeah. I, one of them, they're not, I'm not always going to double up in the defence with Wolves, but like it's always good to have one of them on the bench. And then when I think mm. there's a banker for a clean sheet, like when they play Newcastle or Southampton, then I'll double up. I, I like that strategy. You've got two Chelsea yeah. and two Wolves. Yeah, it's a bit risky. Players. It's a bit risky, but it's, yeah. I, like, I, judging by stats and the, the fixtures, though, I, I think I, I wouldn't say it's that risky to be honest. I mean, I know Wolves haven't scored and they're, you know, they haven't they haven't won any games, but they have looked really solid, like you say. And I, yeah, that yeah. nice fixture swing, I can see them keeping a, a few clean sheets because it, it's not just like the next four games that they've got that are relatively nice on paper. They've got a few more games after that as well, haven't they? Yeah, they've got. Let, let me just look at it now. They've got so Watford up to next. game week eleven, I think. They've yeah. got okay fixtures. Yeah, yeah. So they got Watford next, which I think I'll play one of them, not double. Then Brentford, where I'll go double defense. Southampton, I just said I would do double, but I don't know why I said that because they're quite good attacking wise. So I'll probably go one of them. But then Newcastle, I'll go double again. Aston Villa, yeah. maybe double against Aston Villa even. So yeah, but then after. After uh, Aston Villa, they got Leeds and Everton, which are a bit harder. But then they have another decent run of Crystal Palace, West Ham, Norwich and Burnley. Norwich and Burnley. Yeah, that's so. a crazy run. Only yeah, one yeah. red fixture in that. And that's exactly. Everton at home. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's my reason for going those, for those two. It could it could come back to bite me. But that, yeah, it's a, it's a really good gamble if they keep like they're both really low percentage owned. Uh, 0.9 for Marcao and 6.3 for Connor Cody. So, yeah. It could be a really smart move if, if they do keep the clean sheets. So moving on to midfield, it's kind of where I've had to save some money to accommodate my big hitters up front. So <laughs> I've gone, I've had to go for four, uh, two 4.5 million midfielders for the bench. So I've gone for Allen of Everton and Josh Brownhill of Burnley. And then having these two in my squad means I pretty much have to always use a three or two in midfield formation. But I'm not really worried about that because I have a solid defence full of defenders that will all start or should all start. And um, like, yeah, my front three when I get to, uh, to it, I think is, yeah. Um, it's, on paper, it looks incredible. So let's see, but, <laughs> you know, it's FPL. <laughs> Famous so. last words, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's FPL. <laughs> so uh, like the amount of times I've looked at a team, I'd be like, oh, this team is incredible for this game week. And then, yeah, it just goes to, goes to shit. So yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, my three remaining midfielders are Ben Rama, Salah and Ferran Torres. So Ben Rahman and Salah stayed on from my previous uh, teams from game week one, my game week one uh, first draft. But Ferran Torres mm. has come in. So for me, he's a no-brainer. He does have a risk of rotation, obviously, but pretty much every player does under Pep. So it, <laughs> yeah, that's just a gamble with getting a Man City player. But he's playing up front for a side that year after year under yeah. Pep have always 
been the highest scorers in the Premier League. Um, exactly. And I think the best aspect of all is he's only 7.1 million, which is, yeah, such a good such a good price for someone who, like I said, should be on the end of a lot of good opportunities from Man City's great attacking assets. So, yeah, that's why I've gone for Torres. And then up front was where basically like half my budget was spent. So I've gone with Ronaldo, Lukaku and Dan Antonio. I've seen quite a lot of comments online saying Ronaldo isn't worth it, saying stuff about he's too old now. Serie A is a lot weaker than the Premier League, you know, all that, all that stuff. Um, so Cannon I, fodder. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went over his stats over the past three seasons at Juventus. So 97 Serie A games, 81 goals. But if, if people want to say that Serie A is inferior to the Premier League, then he's got 14 goals and 23 appearances in the Champions League. So, you know, I don't, I don't really want to say any more about that. I think anyone that goes without him... Um, Fair enough if you don't bring him in straight away because, yeah, his fixtures are hard. But if you go the whole season without him, yeah, I think that's a really bad mistake. So, yeah, that wraps up my wild card for now. I, I don't think I'll make many changes or, or, or at least any changes before the game week five deadline, uh, game week four deadline. Sorry. It just depends if um, we hear anything about Lukaku's injury. Um, if, he, if he's out for the game, then I might have to swap him out. For, for a placeholder for the time being and then bring him back in yeah. when, when they have when Chelsea have that nice fixture swing which is game week seven isn't it so yeah that's um, right mate yeah I'll just find a placeholder but for now I'm hoping he's fit and yeah apart from that no changes will be made unless yeah in a press conference it turns out like Duffy's injured or something like that then obviously mm. can't make a change but yeah that's yeah. that so most likely going to captain Ronaldo against Newcastle uh, obviously going to wait until the press conferences to see if Oli hints that Ronaldo won't start because if he's not starting then there's no point surely he will I think he will and it's so, like it. Newcastle at yeah. home Newcastle aren't great it's a perfect like, fixture man. it really like... is like, I honestly can see him scoring at least a brace um, <laughs> I could see him scoring four mate the jewelry's <laughs> a bunch of dosses <laughs> so yeah I, I really really hope he starts but yeah so that's my team for game week four what's your team looking like Philby? yeah so I'm not I'm holding off with the wild card for now but I've just read on Twitter that DCO and Rafinha have been ruled out. So that could uh, make me sway my decision come tomorrow evening or Saturday morning. But as I said, for now, I'm not going to use my wild card. There's a lot of Ronaldo fever about FPL now, isn't there, Alan? I think yeah. he's got 18% ownership already, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, hi. Um, no doubt he's going to have a price rise if he bangs in against New- bangs a few in against Newcastle, which I'm sure he will. So having said that, I think Right now, my plan is to use my two free transfers um, and then I'm going to get rid of Bruno and Danny Ings and then I'm going to transfer in Rafinha of Leeds and then the, the boy himself, Cristiano Ronaldo. And then I'm going to captain him against the Geordies yeah. um, because it's, it's just a no-brainer really, isn't it? And then I'll still have a million in the bank after that. So that will allow me to then upgrade on Buendia potentially the week after or Harvey Barnes depending on how he's doing um, he's been pretty poor this season hasn't he you know I think he's only played like he gets subbed off after 62 63 minutes most weeks he hasn't yeah. he hasn't done that well which has been quite disappointing so that's my plans yeah Ronaldo's had 1.4 million transfers in already um, <laughs> I mean it's probably going to be close towards like 1.75 come the come the weekend yeah, headline isn't it yeah so, um, so yeah, that, that that that's my two transfer plans now. So I, I, I do quite like my team overall. So I'll just go through it now. I'm, I'm Pickford, so I'm going to stick with Pickford in goal and Burnley at home. Yeah, I think decent fixture. 
Yeah, he was a bit dodgy in the game last night. Did you see what his clearance? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> you know that's that's what he does for Everton every every week. So I, I, he's been all right this season. So we're going to stick with Pickford. And plus, Everton have decent uh, run of fixtures. I mean, obviously they got Burnley on Monday night, and they got Villa away and Norwich. Um, so that's a they're nice three fixtures, really, aren't they? So we can get a couple of clean sheets there. And then I'm going to stick with Ruben Diaz, Luke Shaw, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Ben White. I'm going to give Ben White a go. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's gone down in price yeah. to 4.4, but I know it, Arsenal pathetic this season, but they've got Norwich, Burnley, Spurs will be tough, of course, Brighton, Palace and Villa. I mean, in their next six games, surely they, they can keep a couple of clean sheets there. But um, depending on how it goes, up, he, he might be getting um, the transfer out. Yeah. So I had him in it right at the start of the season. He's, he's cannon fodder, really, isn't he? He's got poor aerial dual success. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, and then my midfield options, I've, as I said, I've got Mo Salah. You can't have him. He's like the only one must have. Maybe along yeah. with Ronaldo now, isn't yeah, he? Do you think? Definitely, yeah. Um, and then Harvey Barnes, like I just touched upon. But if depending on how he does against City and maybe Brighton in game week five, I think I'll transfer him out and then upgrade him to, say, Jota or Greenwood, potentially Ferran Torres or Grealish. There's lots of nice options around the 7.5 to 8 million price point this season, isn't there? Yeah, there is. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm not too worried about that, especially with the £1 million in my bank um, from the two free transfers that, I'll, that I've just touched upon. And then I'll go with uh, Emmanuel Dennis of Watford up front. <laughs> I mean, I mean... He, He's all I can really afford. He's only five million, and Watford have quite nice fixtures coming up. They got Wolves, Norwich, Newcastle, and Leeds. So he could potentially get a couple of attacking returns there. To be honest, um, I think a lot of people will have him in this season as like a, a budget option. And then lastly, up front, I've got Antonio away at Southampton. I have him vice captain. I reckon um, he's got forty points already this season, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's really good. Incredible. And then. As I said, after the Southampton game, they got Man United, Leeds, Brentford. I mean, it's still you can still get a couple of attacking. Oh yeah, 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 as yeah. Well. So Wait, it wouldn't I, surprise me. Yeah, I was just gonna say, I think he scores big against Southampton. I think he gets at least yeah. a goal and assist. Honestly, do you reckon? Yeah, honestly, oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. he might even be worth the captaincy then. You know, for people that don't transfer. Yeah, if, if you don't have Ronaldo or Lukaku, then yeah, I, I would. But Leeds, a Salah against Leeds is also a nice fixture as well. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, Salah usually does well against Leeds, didn't he? Didn't he score a hat trick against yeah, them at home did. last season? Yeah, first game. That's of the right. Season, he did. Yeah. He did, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So that that's my plans for this week, and then um, I'll just go over my provisional master plan for like the next couple of games. <laughs> so of course, I'm going. As I said, I'm going to bring in Cristiano Ronaldo and Rafinha for Bruno and Ings, and then I can go to, uh, from Wendia to Sar, and then that obviously will leave me a lot of cash in the bank, um, and then I could potentially get. Torres, Jota, Greenwood in. And then for game week seven, I'm thinking about bringing Lukaku in for Cristiano Ronaldo because Man United's fixtures are so tough. But it's Ronaldo, I mean, yeah. best, arguably the best player ever. Like He could score against Liverpool, Spurs and Man City, three and three. Maybe. Oh, yeah. If, if he's not the best player in the world, he's definitely the best goal scorer in the world. So 100%. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I, I, I do want to have Lukaku and Ronaldo in my team. But I just I can't really do it unless I play a wild card, yeah, yeah. Um, like you've done, really. Yeah. But I think depending on how Lukaku and Ronaldo do in the next couple of weeks, uh, we'll we'll end up having to get um, the additional one Lukaku in with Ronaldo and maybe play my wild card 
because that's the only way I'll be able to work both of them in because I'll have to use way more than two free transfers to do that. So yeah, that's my plan for this uh, game week. Should we talk about Fantasy Fives then? Yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Yeah, so for this game week, I've got Luke Shaw, um, Newcastle, 5.5 million he is. Um, I mean, I think Man United are going to keep a clean sheet and then he's bound to get a couple of attacking returns, isn't he, I reckon? Well, fingers crossed. Ben Rama against Southampton. He's looked dangerous this season with um, Antonio. He's only 6.4 million, so he's got a good enabler. And then Son against Crystal Palace, but he's an injury doubt now, isn't he? So yeah. I think what I might do is wait till the press, press Ludo's press conference and then probably end up having to transfer him out for someone cheaper, maybe a Greenwood or, or someone like that, potentially for Antores. Um, and then I've gone for Lukaku Villa, and then Neil Mopai against uh, Brent his old team. Um, so overall, that comes to 40 million. Uh, who have you gone for? Yeah, so I've gone for Duffy against Brentford. I, I, the only reason I went for Duffy is just, well, he, he's a good option, but obviously he's really cheap. So I, I need I need a cheap enabler to yeah go with the attack I've gone for. Um, <laughs> another cheaper option that I'm kind of regretting picking now, but I just can't bother to change it is Odegaard against Norwich. Um, the reason why I picked him is because he's been great in the international break. Um, but then I remembered he plays for Arsenal. So, um, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, Norwich is a nice fixture on paper, but honestly, anything could happen. It wouldn't surprise me if Norwich beat Arsenal. And it would be great to see if Norwich could beat them, to be fair. So, you know. But yeah, I picked him because he's 5.5 million and he gives me a lot of yeah. their money in the bank. Then I went for Yota, 7.6 million versus Leeds. Yeah, uh, Leeds are always going to concede big chances. And obviously, uh, Liverpool are a great attacking team. Is Firmino banned? I know he's injured anyway, but did he get banned as well? Like by FIFA? I'm not sure what the... I'm not too sure, to be honest. It wouldn't surprise me if he did. Yeah, so if... Anyway, it looks like Yotta will be starting and he'll probably be up front. So that's, um, yeah, that's a great, great option. And obviously, like I said, he's cheap. And then my two strikers were Ronaldo and Antonio. Ronaldo against Newcastle is no-brainer. Hopefully he starts. If he does, I'm almost sure he gets at least one goal. Wouldn't surprise me if he gets more than that. And then Antonio v Southampton, like I said earlier I think I think he's got a really good chance of returning in in, in that game like Southampton defensively yeah. aren't the best and yeah, Antonio on, yeah and Antonio is just on fire at the moment I don't know how he got on playing for Jamaica in the international break um but yeah for West good Ham he's, he's been unreal it's actually a joke he's on 40 points so far and the mm. second highest striker uh, for points is Jesus on 24 so almost yeah he's almost got double Double, yeah. Yes, which is crazy. So, yeah, that was my team. It actually came to 37.5 million, so I could have upgraded Odegaard or Duffy, but in the end, I just, uh, yeah, just, just couldn't be bored. <laughs> <laughs> so that concludes this episode of the Bonus Points Podcast. Enjoy the weekend matches, and we'll be back next week.